Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Money Girl podcast, where my mission is to help you live rich and love the journey. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and award-winning author based in Austin, Texas. The past couple weeks have been filled with natural disasters. I hope everyone who has been affected by Hurricane Harvey is doing okay. And now to everyone who may have had some damage from Hurricane Irma. Uh, Just a reminder that last week's show was about surviving a natural disaster. So I think that may help you. So don't miss that show. And this week, we have another kind of disaster, one of a digital sort. Equifax, you may have heard. They're one of the nation's three major credit reporting agencies. Well, they announced on September 7, just a couple of days ago, that they were hacked. They discovered a huge data breach at the end of July, which had been going on since mid-May. Cybercriminals got into Equifax and took the personal information of 143 million Americans. That's about half of the United States' adult population. Plus, data was stolen from millions in Britain and some in Canada. So if you have a credit report in the United States, there's a good chance your personal information has been exposed. So in this podcast, I'll explain what happened and, more importantly, the steps you should take right now to keep your finances safe. Be sure to check out the show notes on the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. And by the way, that's also where you'll find the full archive of over 500 podcasts. You can search by topics like debt, credit, real estate, retirement, and investing. If you want to check out this episode and some of the resources that I'll be mentioning, you'll look for episode number 513 called Equifax Data Breach. Take five steps to protect your finances. All you need to do is take a quick online survey and an MM stylist will send you a bento box of four to six wardrobe staples and accessories handpicked just for you. Once your bento arrives, you have four days to try everything on. Then keep what you like and send the rest back. It's completely free to try. And because they're not a subscription service, there's no commitment. To try a bento yourself, visit mmbento.com. That's M-M-B-E-N-T-O.com. Equifax was founded in 1899, and it's the oldest of the three credit bureaus, along with Experian and TransUnion. 
Equifax is based in Atlanta, Georgia, and maintains information on over 820 million consumers. Equifax says hackers lifted consumers' names, birth dates, social security numbers, and in some cases, driver's license numbers. They stole credit card numbers for over 200,000 people and dispute documents that contain sensitive data for about 180,000 people. As bad as this may sound, this isn't the largest data breach that we've seen. That dishonor goes to Yahoo, which was targeted in a couple of incidents that affected more than 1 billion user accounts worldwide. However, the Equifax incident is the largest heist of social security numbers. What disturbs me the most about this breach is that Equifax is in the business of storing our most personal data. Their job is to make sure we have an accurate financial profile so merchants like lenders and insurance companies can evaluate us properly. Equifax has taken a lot of heat from regulators in Washington, and some of their employees are also under scrutiny. It was found that three Equifax executives sold stock shares worth a total of $1.8 million a few days after the company discovered the breach. The executives say that they didn't know about the breach, and of course there will be investigations and much more information to come. But regardless of why this happened, what you really need to know right now in the purpose of this podcast is to help you in the wake of this cybercrime stay safe. So I'm going to give you five steps that you should take to protect your finances right now. The first step is you've got to find out if your personal data was stolen. If your personally identifying information was taken from Equifax, you will not receive notification from them. I want to repeat that. They will not notify you. The only alerts they're sending are to consumers who had credit card numbers taken and dispute documents stolen. You need to be proactive to find out if your sensitive data is in jeopardy by visiting Equifax.com. The homepage displays a button to go to their dedicated security site, which is EquifaxSecurity2017.com. So either website will get you to where you need to go. And once you're there, you'll see a button that says Potential Impact. And when you click that, you'll need to enter your last name and the last six digits of your social security number. Then you'll either get a message saying that your data was not impacted or that it was potentially impacted. My data was taken, but my husband's data was not. Some people have pushed back on having to enter their social security number in the first place, and especially on having to enter the last six digits instead of the usual four digits of their social security number on the Equifax site. Now, this is pretty normal. This is the only way that Equifax can pull your information. They've got to have your social security number. And the reason they're asking for six digits instead of four is simply to ensure that they get a match for your information. They're pulling from hundreds of millions of records that could be very close to your same name or number. So there's no issue there. I would definitely encourage you to go there and enter your information to make sure that you know if your data was impacted or not. And if you're not comfortable entering your information online, you can call them. You can call Equifax at 866-447-7559. Of course, that number is on their website. They set up a call center just for this issue, and they're open every day of the week from 7 in the morning until 1 in the morning Eastern Time. 
After you know if your data was jeopardized in this breach, the second step is to sign up for free identity theft protection. This is actually available regardless of whether your data was breached or not. Equifax is offering one year of free enrollment in Trusted ID Premier. That's their identity protection and credit monitoring service. So all you have to do is click a button that says enroll to learn more. And you may be asked to return to the site on a certain date to complete enrollment. And they're doing that to prevent a system overload. They could literally crash their site if millions of people are trying to sign up at once. So I was asked to return in a couple days to complete my enrollment. If you enroll in Equifax's protection, it includes not only identity theft protection, but also credit monitoring at all three of the credit bureaus. You'll also get copies of your Equifax credit reports. You get identity theft insurance. And they also scan the internet for your social security number to see if it's being used nefariously online. So again, Equifax is offering this free for a year whether your data was breached or not. So I'd encourage you to sign up for this free product. Okay, after you've investigated what's going on at Equifax.com, step number three is review your credit reports. As I mentioned, the Equifax breach started more than four months ago in May. So if your data was jeopardized, you want to review your credit reports now for signs of fraud. And even if your data wasn't compromised, this is a good time to get your free annual credit report from each of the three agencies. Again, it's Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. You can get all three at annualcreditreport.com. That's the official credit report site where you can get them free one time every 12 months. Now, when you're reviewing your credit report, what you're looking for are new accounts that you didn't open and anything unfamiliar or any incorrect data. If you believe a criminal used your personal information to open a credit card, reopen a closed account, or to get a loan, you obviously need to report that to the lender immediately. But if your credit report looks fine, don't be fooled into thinking that you can just forget about it. Once a cyber criminal has your information, they can use it anytime or sell it later on to another thief. To stay vigilant, what I recommend is putting a monthly reminder on your calendar to alert you that it's time to check in on the status of your credit reports. Even though you can only get your reports once a year at annualcreditreport.com, you can create accounts at some sites like Credit Karma and Credit Sesame for free, and you can see your reports as often as you like. Now, they don't typically offer all three of your reports, but you'll be able to see at least one or two of them, and that's enough to at least check in and make sure that nothing suspicious is going on. Also, you want to check your financial accounts, like your checking, savings, and credit cards for unusual activity, and of course, investigate any suspicious charges or withdrawals right away. If you want a little more detail on how to pull your credit report and review it properly and even repair it and build your credit, I'd encourage you to check out my free credit score survival kit. It's a multimedia tutorial that includes a video, audio, and ebook that teaches you smart and legitimate strategies to build excellent credit. In the video, you get to look over my shoulder as I'm checking my credit so you can see how it's done and what I'm looking for. If you want to download this free tutorial, all you need to do is text credit score with no space, credit score to the number 33444. I think you'll find it helpful. 
All right, after you review your credit report, step number four is consider placing a security fraud alert on your credit. In addition to checking your credit regularly, there's an additional layer of protection that you can set up with the credit bureaus called a security fraud alert. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. If you've never heard of a security fraud alert, this is something that you definitely want to think about putting on your credit report, especially if it's been compromised. So a security fraud alert is simply a red flag that notifies creditors and merchants to take special precautions with your account. They have to contact you directly, typically by phone, in order to verify your identity and make sure they're giving any new credit to the right person. Now, you can set up two different types of alerts on your credit report. There's what's called an initial fraud alert. That gives you protection for just a short period of time. You're going to get it for 90 days if you believe that your identity could be in jeopardy. And certainly, if your data was breached in this Equifax incident, that qualifies you for a fraud alert. And what it does is makes it more difficult for a thief to open a new credit account in your name. And you can renew a fraud alert every 90 days for as long as you like. So that's one option. The other option is called an extended fraud alert. 
This one gives you protection for up to seven years if you've been the victim of identity theft. You do have to have documentation to prove that, such as a report filed with a federal, state, or local law enforcement agency. So if your data was breached and you did find that your data was used fraudulently, then you would be qualified for this extended fraud alert. Adding either type of fraud alert to your credit file is free, and it doesn't hurt your credit scores in any way. You can request it online or by phone with any of the three major credit bureaus. Again, they are Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. So the deal is they've got to notify the other two agencies on your behalf so that alerts can be placed on all your files. Now, the downside of having a credit alert is that if you need credit, it's going to slow down the process. But if your personal information has been breached or you've already been the victim of identity theft, having this delay is well worth the inconvenience. And the final step, number five, is consider placing a freeze on your credit. Another downside to a credit alert is that you're kind of relying on the lender to take necessary precautions. So it isn't foolproof. If you want to completely shut down access to your credit, you can freeze it. So a credit freeze makes it impossible for any new credit accounts to be open in your name. It's a pretty extreme measure because it prevents just about anyone from seeing your credit file unless you approve it. There are some exceptions, like your existing creditors. They can still see your credit report. Uh, Government agencies and credit monitoring services that you choose. Those are the only organizations or companies that can get access to your credit report. Locking down your credit means that even if a thief took your personal data, they could not open a credit card or loan in your name. Just like a fraud alert, a freeze does not hurt your credit. But unlike an alert, it's not automatically shared to all the bureaus. You've got to initiate and pay for a credit freeze at each of the three credit bureaus, either online or by phone. And I'll have links to all of the three sites and their phone numbers in the notes for this show on the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. The cost of a freeze varies depending on the state where you live and whether you've already been the victim of identity theft. But it might be approximately 10 bucks to place a freeze on your credit report. And the key is it's going to be another $10 to lift the freeze. So there's going to be some cost involved. And how it works is you're going to receive a personal identification number from each of the credit bureaus that's required to lift or thaw the freeze out. So thawing out your credit can take up to several days. So it may not be the best option if you need credit fairly soon. So maybe you've got a potential lender, employer, insurance company, utility company, or landlord who needs to review your credit soon. So think about the timing on placing a freeze and remember that not only do you have to pay to place the freeze, but you have to pay to lift the freeze and you may have to do that on multiple credit bureaus. But the upside is that a freeze is a surefire way to stay protected if you're worried about having your identity stolen. I want to review what these various credit protections that I've been talking about can and cannot do. It's important to understand that credit protections like monitoring, fraud alerts, and credit freezes are one way to stay safe. As I mentioned, a credit freeze can prevent a thief from opening a new account in your name. But here's the rub. 
It can't prevent someone from using your identity for something unrelated to credit. For instance, it won't keep a determined criminal from filing a bogus tax return in your name or getting a driver's license in your name or making a false medical insurance claim in your name. Why? Because those transactions have nothing to do with your credit report. You wouldn't know about them unless you received a notice from the IRS or a medical bill for services that you didn't request. Regardless of what protections you have in place, a thief could steal your physical credit or debit card or just your card number and make unauthorized purchases. Neither monitoring, alerts, or freezing would tell you if this occurred because individual purchases don't impact your credit report. It's up to you to check your credit card and your bank statements to watch out for fraudulent activity. Fortunately, your liability for misuse on a credit card is very small. However, damage from debit card fraud could be huge depending on when you report it. To learn more about this, you may want to go back and check out episode number 403 called Six Risky Situations When You Should Avoid Using a Debit Card. Knowing about a breach like this Equifax incident that just occurred, it doesn't prevent fraud, but may make you aware of it more quickly. The longer a criminal controls your identity, the greater the damage they can do to your credit history and finances. So here's a list of what most credit monitoring services will not do. They will not tell you if a new mobile phone, cable television, or internet account was opened under your name. They will not notify you if your brokerage or retirement accounts have been hacked. They won't know if a thief has made a fraudulent charge on your credit or debit card. Again, it's up to you to see that. And they won't tell you if someone has used your information to get a driver's license, passport, or other identification document. And they will not know if someone takes government benefits in your name, such as a tax refund, Medicare, Medicaid, or Social Security benefits. The bottom line is that monitoring services can help you, so I do recommend enrolling in them. They're kind of like one layer of protection that you get, but they don't completely prevent fraud. They act as a line of defense against a small percentage of possible identity crimes that occur every day. I hope this show has helped you understand what happened. I I know this stuff is pretty scary, and if you follow the steps that I've outlined here, you'll be taking some pretty proactive measures to protect yourself. Whether a freeze is right for you is going to depend on your particular situation. I don't think it's for everyone, but I included it here just so you understand that it's an option. The burden is on you. You've got to protect your confidential information as much as possible. And more importantly, pay attention to signs of fraud so that you can act on them as quickly as possible to stay safe. Each week, I send out a free short email filled with tips, tools, and recommendations that I think you might enjoy. To get it, just text me. Text the phrase, get updates with no space to the number 33444. And by the way, if you have a money question or a topic suggestion, there are several ways to reach me. One is my contact page at lauradadams.com. If you're enjoying the show, let me know by subscribing for free and taking a minute to submit a quick five-star review on iTunes. We've gotten some great reviews lately, so I want to thank everyone who submitted those ratings and reviews. I read all of them, so thank you. It means a lot to me to get your feedback. And to keep the money conversation going with a really terrific community, 
I want to invite you to join my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Dollars. It's filled with thousands who are taking their financial game to the next level. To request your invitation, visit Dominate Your Dollars on Facebook or send me a text message for immediate access. Just text DOLLARS to that same number, 33444. I hope to see you in the group. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week, courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.